Punk, welcome to the Punk Rocket Show episode 37. I'm your host, my name is Emily Plamondon, I live in Quebec City in Canada. I'm so passionate about punk rock music, so I decided to start this podcast in February 2021. Today we are talking about vinyl. I had a chat with Dan Jones of the impressive Instagram account called Punk Rock Vinyl. And I will also share your answers about what are your favorite vinyl. You're gonna hear the new Slacker single called Windowland. I'm gonna play a song from an album I really want to find on vinyl. And I will also make you a repunkmendation for the band Doghouse Rose from Canada. Are you ready, my friends? Because the show is starting right now. Hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for listening today. I'm happy to be with you for this episode of the Punk Rocket Show. I hope you had a fantastic week, the best week since the last episode. I have a very quiet week, so I don't have much to say in the introduction today. I'm recording this episode on a Friday night. Gotta get down on Friday. As usual, most of the episodes are recorded on Friday night. Sometimes Saturday morning, but I love the vibe on Friday night. I really love to record this episode while enjoying a sober drink or a coffee or a tea. It's a good way to start a weekend for me. And I think after the recording, I'm going to watch some scary movies because it's Halloween weekend. And oh, I guess a lot of you are going to Halloween party this weekend. This year, Halloween is on a Saturday... Sunday. <laughs> Come on, Emily. You learned <laughs> the days of the week in English in fourth grade <laughs> when you were like eight years old. So you're supposed to know that. So Halloween is on a Sunday this year and I'm going to do my Facebook live um, and I'll wear a um, skunk costume because I think that skunks are very amazing animals. They are super cute, super important. And I'm, it makes me sad that they receive so much hate all the time. So I'm going to represent the skunks. <laughs> Skunks are probably the punkest animals on the planet. More punk than you, Metallica. She's really annoying. She's walking on me right now and purring. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear her. Qu'est-ce que tu fais? But yes, skunks are very punk because they're like super peaceful. Like, I do my thing, you do your thing. Let's make a better world together. But if you're messing with me or you're a Nazi, I'm gonna piss on you and you're gonna stink for weeks. <laughs> Right? I want to say hi to our new patron, David. Salut, David. He's from Shawinigan in Quebec. I love Shawist. <laughs> His favorite bands are Bad Religion, Lagwagon, No Fun at All, Bad Astronauts, and Catherine's. He likes football, wine, and scotches. And he also loves to collect vinyl. He's a very nice collectioner. So this episode is for you, my friend. Bienvenue, mon ami. And because of David today, I grabbed a copy of the new edition of uh, NoFX Punk and Droblick on vinyl released by Newberry Comics. The variant is so great, so gorgeous, and it's exclusive, and I think it's already sold out. Damn, so yeah, because of him, I, I had the chance to buy it, and I can't wait to receive it. It's like purple and black. Can't wait to match my lipstick with it on an Instagram picture. <laughs> and watch it spin on my turntable for hours and hours and hours and being hypnotized by it. 
Later, we're gonna talk a lot more about vinyl, but for now, let's listen to the Repunk Meditation for today. Repunk Meditation! My suggestion for you today is for the band Doghouse Rose from Toronto, Canada. I really like the pop punk style with some rockabilly and rock and roll sounds, and it makes me want to dance all night in the pit. <laughs> I really like the powerful vocal as well. They released an album last year named The Harder They Fall on Stump Records. I always have the song Misery Train in my head, like literally all the time since the first time I listened to it. Train, train! It's always in my head. <laughs> so we're gonna listen to it now. And now it's time to talk about punk rock vinyl. And now it's time to talk about punk rock vinyl. 
if you follow me on Instagram, you probably figured out <laughs> that I'm a huge vinyl fan. I'm a fan, but I, I don't have a huge collection because I started to collect them like four years ago after I broke up with my ex, with whom I was for 10 years, and he used to collect lots of vinyl. Allo Marc-Antoine! We are still on very good terms, him and I. He's a good friend now. So I moved alone in a new apartment and after a few weeks, I was like, hmm, I missed his vinyl collection. <laughs> so I decided to start my own because I'm an independent woman. All the women are independent. I don't know the lyrics of this song, but Beyonce rocks. <laughs> I wanted to know what are your favorite vinyl and I really loved your answers. A lot of you talked to me about NoFX, The Decline, but David says uh, his favorite NoFX vinyl is The Decline Picture Disc. François told me that it's bad religion, The Empire Strikes First, because it's how his journey started with punk rock. Handy told me that his favorite vinyl is Never mind the bollock, because he bought it in 1979 and it changed his life. And he still has it today, so it's an amazing, precious vinyl to have in your collection because it's a great album and it's also very meaningful for you, Andy, so it's amazing. Lucas told me that his favorite is Ska Against Racism compilation and wow. Oh, wow. I agree that it's a very important one to have in a collection. I should get one for sure. Hmm, I'll do it. Do it! Someone said that his favorite is Propagandy, Today's Empires, Tomorrow's Ashes. I don't know if he's talking about the new repress for the 25th anniversary on Fat Record. They just released it. Or if he's talking about the original, but such a great album. For Rick, it's his Pink Floyd album, Pulse, because he saw the concert and he had won tickets on the radio. <laughs> That's great. Uh, yeah, so some other people named some bands that they met in person and they signed the vinyl, which is absolutely precious in a collection too. I agree with that. Some of you talked to me about the new Willem Scream gorgeous pressing that Creator Destructor Records released for Mute Prince, Runer, Carry Suicide recently. Oh yes. Oh, I love those two. And one of my favorite answers I received on this survey is from Musicians. Because some of them told me that their favorite vinyl is their own band's vinyl. What the fuck? And I understand because they told me they know the story behind and it's a big accomplishment to have their own sound on a vinyl. And I understand it's some precious memories spinning <laughs> on your own turntable. I like that. Hey, punk rockers! Do you like bands like Voodoo Glow Skulls, Willem Scream, Mute, Implant, Darko, Police, Cigar, Tsunami Bound, Big Ten, The Kids Table, Adrenalize, Friends All Round, Dead by Stereo, Band with Their Bracket, Dead Fucking Last, Much the Same, and many more? Are you obsessed with band merch like I am? <laughs> If yes, press pause on this episode and go on EpicMerchStore.com. They offer t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, hats, and kids merch for more than 230 punk rock, ska, metal, and hardcore bands from all around the world. And they now have mugs. Yeah, wow, the coffee's gonna be great. Go get your merch at thebigmerchstore.com. Okay, let's talk about vinyl with a real expert, a real collectioner. 
Dan Jones. I discovered the Instagram account called Punk Rock Vinyl a few years ago and I got addicted to it instantan... Instantanly? Instantly. Instantly. I don't know. Scott helped me. <laughs> I got addicted right away. He's posting every day about almost all vinyl released and I use this information a lot to keep catching up and to feed this podcast. <laughs> He's a real passionate and he has like 65,000 followers on Instagram. And it makes me super happy because it means that a lot of people are into vinyl collecting. So we talked about our listening rituals, our favorite vinyl. I shared your thoughts about vinyl. And we also talked about some of them we really want to find, how to take care of them, etc. You can have access to our Zoom video interview on the Patreon page. Okay, let's spin <laughs> this interview. Recording in progress. So I'm super excited to talk to you about vinyl, of course, and about punk rock in general with you for a few minutes, uh, because I think your Instagram is just so amazing. It's just crazy. Oh, thank you. It's taken a... Yeah, I put a lot of time into it, but yeah, it's very fun. Yeah, I do enjoy it. <laughs> it's very fun. So first of all, I would like just to know about When did you start to listen to punk rock and how did you start to collect vinyl? Just your personal background about that. Well, punk rock. I kind of always been around here in punk mm -hmm. from growing up in England. So there's even when I was in school, there were like you would see people with mohawks back in the 80s and stuff. Mm. But then when I was about 14, I was big into skateboarding. And very influenced by the bands that were um, in Frasher magazine on all the skateboard soundtracks. Yeah. That kind of thing. And then I got into big into Nirvana when I was about 13, 14. Mm -hmm. And then started going to live gigs when I was around 15. But yeah, I've quickly left all that alternative rock stuff and just never looked back from punk, really. Yeah. <laughs> so and then I. I would dabble in like I'd do like a few years really big into Scar and then I'd get into hardcore for a few years um, yeah all your bands every like I'd just go through phases of it all but it would always stay in under the punk umbrella and now after all them years I'm just I've still got an interest in all of it mm -hmm. globally as well I like a lot of foreign bands I'm just Yeah. yeah, I just yeah. like listening to new music and watching live music. So always trying to listen to as much as I can. Yeah. How old are you right now? I think we probably are the same ages or something. 42, I think. Yeah, 42. You're 42? Okay. I'm 37. Yeah. So yeah, makes sense. Because you, I relate to those uh, skateboard compilation and like <laughs> Nirvana and stuff. So I, I thought we could be... The same ages. Oh, and same. were you always collecting vinyl? Because for me, it's pretty recent. I started maybe like four years ago. But you, with the collection you have, I thought it might be longer than that, of course. Well, uh, originally, say when I was like 14 or, or whatever, mm. I picked up a few bits mm. Mm. and then moved on to CDs. Yeah, the classic. <laughs> 
because they were very accessible. But I always would buy, I always try and buy merch at gigs, whether it's just a, a T-shirt or a button or a CD or a seven inch. Mm-hmm. But then when I started getting into fat, fat rep stuff, they would put out lots of stuff only on seven inches that wasn't on CD. That's when I really started collecting vinyl because I was kind of obsessed with all this stuff I couldn't get hold of. Yeah. And that that's why I started collecting it, which was a uh, wow. big. Yeah, for me. I did, I... I did slow down for a good, a good few years. <laughs> and then about 10 years ago, when I stopped going out so much and mm-hmm. like going out all the time, drinking and gigs, slowed that down a bit. And then uh, started putting my money back into buying records all the time. Oh, and that's, when it, that's when it started getting out of control. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Re- I remember the first like memories I have about vinyl was my dad playing classical music on a turntable. Yeah. But then when I was a teenager, that was I used to burn CDs for people. So I just started with CDs right away. I didn't get the vinyl stuff for me it was like it's too big it's complicated you can't really skip a song and now i'm addicted like <laughs> yeah, i yeah well <laughs> in a couple of years before of age difference there we we didn't have cds they weren't invented yet so we were getting seven inches would mm-hmm. go to town where we were even in primary school by seven inches yeah. not not good ones obviously it's like michael jackson or like the ghostbusters Ooh. soundtrack or do the Bartman stuff like that for our pocket money. Well, <laughs> that was all before CD, so there was always vinyl in the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my dad ha- still has an impressive collection of uh, classical vinyl. Yeah. yeah. But I remember because I was still with CDs like 15 years ago and I knew that Fat Records was always releasing 7 inches vinyl and I was like, Why? <laughs> Yeah, well, it was that. Yeah, it was the the no effects fuck the kids ones that everyone wanted because it was like seven, no, twelve songs I think, or even more on yeah. one seven inch that wasn't on CD, and you were like oh, exactly. I so just, I was like, oh, this is for like real collectors. So yeah. I didn't get then, it at first, and I got the vinyl disease later, but <laughs> still. <laughs> yeah, playing catch up, it's hard. <laughs> Do you remember the first vinyl you bought? The first punk vinyl you bought? I don't remember the first one I bought, but I can remember borrowing my brother's Black Flag 7 inch. Oh. I never gave it and back. I've still got it. Wow, Black Flag. Yeah. Yeah. It's, de- it's definitely mine now. I've definitely had it more years than he had it. Yeah. So, yeah. He had a copy of Six Pack. Uh, no, sorry. Nervous Breakdown. It was that I got from him. Yeah, it's good because he, he, yeah, he doesn't own any records or any CDs or anything, but he randomly had mm. Nervous Break. Oh, yeah, Nervous Breakdown Seven Inch, a Bikini nice. Kill CD, oh. and the mm. first four years of Discord CD as well, which I've all still got. Which you know, just looking after him for him. Yeah. Oh, nice. And I asked the question to the listeners about what is it so special about vinyl? And I wanted to share the answers with you so you can comment and see why you also like it so much. First thing is the sound. So we clearly see a difference between vinyl and CD. I just love the little at the beginning. (laughs) I don't know. 
you've got to put a bit more work into it, a bit more, take a little bit more care, get a bit more of an experience out of it, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. What does make the sounds so much better? Well, it depends on your stereo, really. To be yeah. Fair. I mean, you could, mine you is could, bad. <laughs> have a very yeah. cheap one. Oh, yeah, you need good gear. You do need good gear to get the best out of it. It doesn't take much to get it to sound better than a CD, but yeah, you can really start telling the difference if you get good gear. But mm-hmm. to be fair as well, it's getting cheaper to get good stuff now. You can get like a good turntable for like $200. Yeah, I have a Audio Technica make pretty the job, yeah. but I'm still in an apartment, so I don't want to spend too much money on something I couldn't even listen as loud as I want. <laughs> so I started with cheap stuff, and next year I wish I could buy a house, so that's gonna change. What what, what do you have? I've got a, a turntable, really good. It's clear audio concept that I use on all my photos. Mm-hmm. That's, apart from the mortgage for the house, that's the biggest thing I've ever bought. <laughs> yeah. It's like probably <laughs> I spend more than that than I would on a car, to be honest. Oh yeah, um, shit. Yeah, but then my amp is just the same amp I've had for twenty years. It was mm. cost like a hundred pounds. Oh, years so ago. Um, same with the speakers. I think they were given to me as a gift. Wow. As, it was like a time when everyone had big hi fi's. And when CDs came out, they just all got rid of them all. Someone gave me some good speakers back in the day. Ah. Kept them. They both need an upgrade, but I've got oh. better things to be spending my money on at the moment. <laughs> than, uh, unless that, it sounds great, so uh, I'm not going to mess with it no, for a while. No, that's perfect like this. That's a good thing. Um, yeah. Do you have a listening ritual? Because listeners talk to me a lot about the ritual of listening and I think we all do probably similar things and different things so what's yeah do you have one yeah I normally hold everything back till I mean till the weekend when uh, my son's in bed asleep and mm-hmm. I've got some quiet time and listen to the whole thing start to finish I yeah. keep uh, keep a box of records by downstairs by where my turntable is and I keep listening to them on the keep them on the new the new pile for a, for a week or so where I'll listen to them and give them some proper attention before I bring them back up here. Yeah. Store them away. I mean, these all, all get listened to, but there's a heavy rotation pile downstairs that all the new stuff listen goes into. But yeah, I like to give everything proper proper time, like looking at the artwork, mm-hmm. having to read through the notes, like proper, you know, giving it the, the love it deserves, really. Oh yeah, that's a that's something people say in common. The love, like the like, yeah, the ritual because you have you gotta to give it a bit. You got to give it a bit of respect. Exactly, you have yeah. to respect it. I I know it's hard to explain, but it's true. <laughs> it's it's also hard as well because I normally, well, I used to like would wait for the record to arrive before I listen to it, but because of the the current delays and stuff, I just can't wait that long anymore. So I've got to like listen to it. On yeah. Spotify, which isn't yeah. ideal, but yeah, yeah, so but like, because when you like, when you listen to a vinyl, you can't 
really skip song you you i mean you can but it's like so weird don't do that <laughs> and you have to listen to a whole side and the other one and you have to respect the band's order that they choose to put yeah and yeah you can read the lyrics most of the time at the same time and mm, it's fun yeah totally 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 um but yeah as, as i was saying it's a Yeah, I've been having to listen to more digitally, digitally for mm -hmm. new releases at the moment because so much stuff's been delayed. Yeah. Like Teenage Bottle Rocket, for example. Oh, I would yeah. have normally have waited for that to come, but I couldn't wait long enough. <laughs> yeah. Still still delayed. It's a sad time. Yeah, I'm waiting for Survival of the Fattest, the colored vinyl. I don't know how many times it's going to take. <laughs> I think I've seen some starting to get delivered this week. I've seen some people post oh, them up. What color it is? I think it's blue with a oh, well. I haven't seen it yet. I did see someone post it up today. Oh, I'm excited. I've got wait. I think I'm waiting until Christmas for mine because I've sent it to someone oh. in America who's visiting in December and he's mm. saved me some postage. <laughs> sure, you have to do that. <laughs> Sometimes I get it. <laughs> yeah, this isn't even someone I know. This is just uh, someone who follows me accounts. He said they'll help me out. Which you said your turntable costs like a car, but all the shipping costs together pretty much like it too. <laughs> pretty much like a car. <laughs> yeah, it, it works both ways. Though I've got a box of records down here for a, a guy I know in Italy who sometimes visits the UK for gigs and he just sends them to me because it's cheaper. Oh, and yeah. They've been there for yeah, I like, I like over that. a year now. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'll just pick them up next time I'm in the UK. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, is there a vinyl? Oh, no, before. People said that they love vinyl because it's art, which is true. It's like a piece of art you have in your hand. Yes. Do you agree yeah, yeah. with that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. The splatters, yeah. the colors... Yeah. Do yeah. you, do you the, think that the vinyl itself as well as the artwork was no good? What? Condensing condensing the artwork onto like a CD cover. That's yeah. Mm -hmm. And tiny. do you think that you the appreciate that. Yeah, do you think that the bands now that vinyl is super popular, do you think that the band make artwork thinking about the vinyl first? I think so. I, I don't think there's a reason for the vinyl color not to match the artwork sometimes uh, they accommodate each other well and other times it's just polar opposites it's quite crazy oh yeah i feel like i feel like the band should have a say what color they want their artwork yeah but i do feel like you may as well get your vinyl to look the same color as your sleeve cover mm -hmm. I think that's uh, and that's good what's the prettiest you you got uh recently The one you you were like, oh shit, this is great. Um, I like clear. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think. I like clear splatters with uh, like a rainbowy color. Yeah. One. I like ones like that. Um, I can't think of the record. Um, someone did one, and it was it was like a it looked like um, lava inside. Hmm. It's done with like foil. Oh, is it mute? No, it wasn't mute. I think it was turbo. I think it was stomping. I think it was turbo. Because uh, one of my favorite I have is the mute, the Raven, the new edition. And it's yeah. like, 
metal metallic. It's like you look in a, at a mirror. It's super oh, yeah. pretty. Yeah, I'll send you a picture. It's a very, yeah. very nice one. I'd like to see that, yeah. Now, I've got I've pretty much got every different different color ever, but yeah, it's always nice to see some good ones. <laughs> always good. Yeah, colored vinyl. Or, it's so much fun. Do you stare at it spinning sometimes? Because I do, like, oh my God, it's so pretty, and I'm like hypnotized. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. I do sometimes stare <laughs> at them spinning. And I like the ones, well, I've seen some picture discs now where it animates as it goes around from the label, yeah. which is which is very nice. Zyotrope, I think it's called. It's magic. I'm trying yeah. to to look at some other comments I received about that, about the the vinyl, because people have had great answer, like the fa the fact that it's hard. Um, yeah, you have to respect the band. That that was a very popular answer. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It's people love vinyl more and more. They love to collect it. Uh, what is a sound and essence? The big artwork, uh, um, the vintage and historic vibe. Yeah, that's true. It's like say that again. Sorry. The vintage and historic vibe the the vinyl have. I think it's true. Yes. Yeah, I like it's that. De definitely like a an old school feel to it when you're listening to it. Mm -hmm. I was I was never when it came like. I don't think I've ever bought any digital music or paid for any anyway. Mm. Like, I, don't, I don't like the concept of giving away money and not, not getting anything physical in return. Yeah. Yeah. So me even too. When, yeah. I, I feel like, yeah. I agree. So even when digital music was going big, I was still buying CDs and vinyl and stuff. I was just, yeah, I just didn't too. see the point of getting anything. Totally. And a lot of people answer it's in the same way you just said that they like to have something in their hands. Yeah. And I, yeah. it's so true. I used to read the lyric, the CD's lyrics in my bubble bat, but I'm, mm -hmm. I don't dare to do that with vinyl. <laughs> I'm still on my couch. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, and do you have a vinyl you really, really want and you just can't find it anywhere? I, well, I, you can find everything. I just can't justify paying the money <laughs> for it. it. Yeah. I've been, yeah. I've been after the the first Gallows album, which is a, a UK hardcore band who were pretty big here at one point. Oh. And uh, I remember, I, yeah, I would pass on it back in the day even when they were selling it at the gig because I didn't have, have them. I was like, oh, I can't be bothered spending 20 quid or whatever. That's like 200 quid now or something. But yeah. Something. Hopefully we'll find it one day, but there's a bunch of them that I miss. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's always more to buy. You can never get. It's I know. stupid. I try not to look for vinyl. I try to find <laughs> vinyl. Like if I go to my local record store, I will just, look at it and if I see something I buy it but I try not to search and look because it it will never end <laughs> it, it will never end is there any, anything on your list at the moment that you're looking for huh is there anything on your list record yeah, list that's what's top I would love to find um, 
the Monin the Red Tree album because it's one of oh, my yeah. favorite and I found one like two years ago but it was like $200 I don't want to pay that much that's it I constantly find stuff at once but I just don't want to give someone that much money <laughs> my money exactly so I just can't it's not yeah. I can't still listen to the CD or digital but I wish I could find it on my record store <laughs> and be like oh look at this and just have it Yeah, but just keep, yeah, just keep holding out. You'll get there, or it'll get repressed. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. Um, do you like clean your records and like? Are you? No, no me neither. I never did. No, that. I don't. I've never, never cleaned any of them. No. And I, I posted up a picture the other day of me like holding holding a record my thumb touching it and I got so many comments oh I do that all the so, time yeah. it's it's what stronger doing, touching it? oh. like, what are you talking about <laughs> it's stronger than we this. think yeah they, they, they were thought it was going to melt or something but, <laughs> yeah, it's like it's steadier than you think it's like your fingers don't have acid on it and burned <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I know but that's what's something I wanted to talk about the um, Yeah, the cleaning, the holding in your hands. Do you have like a like? A, because I'm pretty sure that I'm the worst <laughs> vinyl collector. Because like you did, like you said, I I hold it with my hands and I don't really care about temperature and stuff. And some people yeah, are. I'm fine with I'm fine with temperature. I'm fine with touching it, but I put everything back in its sleeve and yeah, I'm right after too. it. So I don't have like exposed records just stacked up or anything like that mm -hmm. but i've never i've not bought one of the machines that washes your records or anything like that i've never done mm -hmm. that do you use and the original a, sleeves like paper sleeves or you change them that's a no I just i just leave them with what what they're in so paper sleeves <laughs> I've, never, okay. i've never had any issues with any of them no me neither no as well people say as well you should replace your um the sleeves your picture mm -hmm. discs come in because apparently they're really bad but i've never had any issues and i've got some of them that are 30 years old mm -hmm. but no issues with any of that do you but, listen yeah keep going i was just gonna say none of my like they don't skip but since having a new record player nothing skips so i don't know everything used to skip on the old one mm. so i don't know but uh turntable issue yeah 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 uh do you listen to all the vinyl you have or for some you keep them in the plastic wrap yeah i've, I've i'm fairly sure i've listened to everything It, maybe stuff that i've got multiple pressings of which is rare oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. i don't normally do mm -hmm. i think i got carried away at the last descendants release and bought like four four of them because they kept on putting out rarer ones but Mm -hmm. but no, you but normally normally just like one copy is fine mm -hmm. because there's far too many other ones to buy to have two copies of everything rather of yeah i understand but i know some people buy stuff and they just collect it and will never open it <laughs> and because they yeah. think that it's gonna work so much eventually i don't i don't do that i get it because depends of what kind of collection are you are but I, I follow one some guy on instagram and he's got every pressing of the first against me album and he's got oh. like 200 and something of the same album oh <laughs> it's, it's insane 
and he said he listens to them all. Wow. He's at least played them all. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. I want to talk about your Instagram account because it's crazy. How did you get to be to have like that many followers it's it's incredible it's amazing to see that so many people love punk rock vinyl it's know, impressive yeah, it's, it's how did of, you start it yeah it's, it's well i started about six years ago oh so yeah because i know that because it keeps on telling me the memories on the end the oh, story yeah. from six <laughs> years ago <laughs> it's like really six years i didn't even know instagram was around six years ago but yeah uh I started it when I started seeing um, like seven inches and stuff. You could only pick up at shows. Mm. So like Fat did one in a New York show and it was a bunch of fat bands, but you could only pick it up at that show. And then the only other way to get it would be from Discogs or eBay for crazy money. Glassjaw did the same similar thing with a colour and book 10 inch. It's like you couldn't get it unless you went to um, a pizza place in New York and bought it or something. <laughs> I was like, this sucks so bad. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like start posting up my records and trying to merge all other people of similar interests together in like a community type thing. Yeah. With the original aim was if a record went on sale that I couldn't get to, I'd just be able to say anyone in wherever, New York, can you go pick us up this? And they'd be like, yeah. <laughs> Which to be fair has kind of happened because people pick me up records all the time. So mm. when I put a shout out, which is good. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's kind of what it is. I don't, not quite sure why so many people are into it. It's, uh, it's very, it's really fun. It's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't have the, there are people with better record collections than me on there. Like I'm not, I don't have the biggest collection, but I mean, it is pretty good. It's for me, it's the best because it's all my favorite records. Exactly. So, like, is so that... why wouldn't it be the best? But yeah, um, the polls have been doing in the last year yeah. or so. I've really, <laughs> people have been enjoying or loving to hate. I don't know. But yeah, it's been, oh yeah. It, I, I, all the feelings, I feel it. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, the propaganda one hurt me a lot. <laughs> Because for the, the listener who don't know you, uh, you doing like battle between an artist's full albums, uh, I mean, um, full uh, discography. Discography, yeah. Yeah. So you, for example, NoFX, you you battle Punk and Drublik with, I don't know, Ribbed and blah, blah, blah. And at the end, there's one winner. <laughs> and people are yeah. fighting. Well, and I mean, I mean, gently fighting. It's still like fun. But like... <laughs> it's, it's a, it really is a sore point for some people, but it is fun and it... You know, and it is good for people to uh, voice their opinion because yeah. if someone likes a really unpopular record, they'll point in the comments the reasons they like it. And no one can argue with them and say, no. you don't like that record. Exactly. No one can say that person doesn't like that record for that reason. Like they, every record connects to someone differently. Exactly. Totally. It's So you've got to give everyone a platform to speak and you. Like I try and stay out of it. I, I don't really... <laughs> voice my opinion or tell i definitely don't tell anyone the wrong True. Just let, yeah well, I, yeah you're right you stay you staying and, uh, and neutral <laughs> yeah i mean i do have my opinion i always 90% of the time i can i, I, I know what's going to win i hope i've got a good uh understanding yeah. of all the albums and what's sold the most and which ones are played most live like they're all records i like and they're all bands i like but yeah 
but it's really good. Everyone enjoys enjoys the debate, and no one enjoys the results from the. First <laughs> day. It's but really funny. Everyone, propaganda yeah. was next. No, what haven't like that was oh, the yeah. most. Uh, that was the hardest one <laughs> by far. <laughs> Supporting cast, man. Supporting cast. <laughs> yeah, I but, know, but it was it's it's really funny, and I know you. I saw that you received lots of good feedback from the bands. Yeah. Like I mean, the, I think they, the I think they probably found it funny that the record that they publicly said they don't like were one. <laughs> <laughs> if, they like, probably saw the funny side. But. I think Lagwagon shared your result recently, is it? Uh... Lagwagon. Oh, yeah, we I did a Lagwagon around the Lagwagon Day live stream. Yeah. Time that's to finish there and there. Uh, yeah, they talked about that. It's fun. More about, yeah. It's fun for you yeah, to see they, that. They weren't too happy that, that their, uh, their new you know, hang, they didn't like that that was uh, knocked out straight away. But yeah. The way it is. The bands are like, oh my God, what's going to be the result? Oh my God, what's going to be Some of them really get into it, which, is, which makes it, gives it a little bit more credibility. And when the bands comment in the comments, everyone everyone loves it like they, they, they like that they're getting involved with their debates that they're having and weighing in it's it is always fun but it's and nearly at, well it's nearly at the end i think i'm doing 32 oh. for this one and then they're all gonna go the bands are gonna go head to head with Ooh. each other which will be brutal <laughs> and you have enough people that can vote so it's pretty accurate. The result can be really accurate. <laughs> so it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, some of them get like 100,000 votes and stuff. Mm. How, do you, so, how yeah. do you stay organized with this uh, Instagram account? Because I, I have like three times less people than you and I'm fucking overwhelmed sometimes with vinyl I have to listen. I want to review stuff and I so disorganized so i'm asking you this question a little to take some notes <laughs> for myself how to put time into it oh i don't know it's a commute to work so an hour each day on the commute and putting in into it there i already i know in advance like what i'm going to post up today unless there's an a new release oh. like a lot of people only follow the account because i post up so many yeah pre-orders i like i want it to be a place where it's like one place where people follow so they never miss out on anything and they don't have to go through ebay i use it i use your account every day yeah. to see new stuff it's super super interesting to have it that's right mm -hmm. because there's so many followers like I've got no like insider information. Other people will see stuff getting posted up and they'll message me within seconds of it going up and saying, this has just gone on sale. And I'll be like, thanks, repost it. So yeah. it's like a community-based thing, but yeah. It's... Yeah, it's it's amazing. But you probably do a lot of research, like what's going to be released, when. It's a, a huge amount of work in, in my perspective. Yeah, as I well mean. as... Uh, a full-time job and being a dad and, and everything. I and, know. Yeah, and going to lots of gigs, which has started up again. But uh, yeah, you have to put, yeah, yeah. The thing is, it doesn't feel like work, does it? Because you love it. 
Exactly. So it's a that's, fun. That, that's the good thing about it. Is it's, it's like the fun. You're, talk, you're talk, spending time talking about bands and music you like, and you want people like the whole thing is you want people to like this band more. Yeah. So they can earn more money to make more music and then play in your town. That's like that's it. That's exactly. like the only reason you do it. That's the the like, goal we have. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want like these bands to stay small than under. Like I want them to get over to my town and play. Oh yeah. So I don't have to drive far <laughs> to see people. Exactly. Where are you exactly? You're in the UK, but um... yeah, the northwest. So just just the other side of the river from Liverpool. So it's oh, okay. ten minutes from Liverpool and an hour from Manchester. Mm. Um, just under an hour from Chester, so you know, ninety mm-hmm. percent of the gigs are in Manchester. Yeah, ten in Chester, uh, Liverpool, and a few in Chester every now and again. But then, yeah, you know, yeah. we're two hours from Leeds, four from London. But we don't travel for in the UK for <laughs> not like you guys. Yeah. Oh wait, my earphone have problems. Oh, okay. I think it's fine. Good. And you, you're talking about like smaller bands that you want people to discover. Do you have some great stuff you discovered recently because of your account, like bands messaging you and you're like, oh my God, it's so good or um, labels sending you stuff. And Yeah, I'm all, always hearing about new bands, but I always try to back it up with like, especially local bands of going to see them. And that's mm-hmm. hasn't happened for like a year and a half. So that's ground ground to a halt but they're starting to pick up and there's bands who are really like who are now putting out the second album and they haven't even i haven't even meant to say i'm like we've got uh have you had chubby and the gang london-based oh hardcore bands that are really good they're playing locally next month so i'm excited to see them mm, nice. and then we've oh. got a liverpool band called coffin vickers who've put out a couple of cassettes their first gig ever is like the day before Halloween. So oh. they've no they've only played a gig yet. I mean, it's it's <coughs> nice. crazy. But yeah, loads of loads of bands, small bands from around the world. Yeah. That's the great things. That's the thing I like the most with the, the podcast and the my Instagram is to pro is to discover and promote very underground bands from all around the world. It's so much fun. Yeah, it is fun. Uh, what's uh, the big new Canadian bands coming up? Um. Oh, you, you, uh, you want to know? Yeah, from my local scene in Quebec, we have a band called Our Darkest Days. They're going to um, release an album in the next month. I think you know them already, huh? Yeah, I've got I've got one of their yeah, records. Yeah, yeah. We're on, we're on um, that, one of them charity fat comps, weren't they? They put like a back in the day. Mm. Uh, a fat rack CD, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love the new Belvedere album. Yeah. Great band. Canadian bands there yeah there's there are a lot it's fun we have yeah, great there's, labels there's, too in there's Canada. loads of really good Canadian labels at the moment that I like and like Stomper obviously doing great but I'm really loving what Chase uh, Chase the Glory Chase doing with all the S- SNFU back catalog yeah and stuff. the rock like, is it's amazing that, that EP they put out and got propaganda on it that's amazing yeah I like Thousand Islands people Thousand of punk Island rock and they're all like what I'm liking as well as they're all partnering up with 
European labels and um, for like Chaser, for example, put mm-hmm. out the same record on about four or five different la- small labels. Just made made it much easier for us all to get hold of it in different countries mm. while paying crazy money. So yeah. I'm liking what's happening there. Yeah, I really like also uh, Punk and Disorderly in Quebec, uh, People of Punk Rock. It's my good yes. friend, Anthony. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you've got, you've got loads going on. It's great. Mm-hmm. I like Spam in Europe. They are going massive. They must, the amount of releases they've had in the last like two years is crazy. Mm, I like It's uh, really good. Uh, Lockjaw too. Yeah, there's a lot of very good labels and they all collaborate with each other. That's what's, with- yeah, that's what's really good. They're all chipping in to cover the costs of Fink and then dividing the records between them to sell, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's cool. Good. And um, do you think that vinyl are too expensive? Because someone wrote, wrote me a message and I think it it was a good point. Said... Is it a rich privilege to call it? Yeah. Right now it is. It's it's far too expensive. Because it's true. It's like, it's really expensive. And it's for me to get a record from outside of the UK. Mm-hmm. It's £35, which is about $45 or something. It's yeah. just too much. Yeah, it's... it's... Yeah. Yeah, that's why I, I want to find vinyl and not looking for for no. for it too much because I wouldn't have a retirement <laughs> found. Yeah, I the amount of stuff I'm 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 not been able to buy at the moment is crazy. Like I've I've not bought so many records from my favorite bands because I'm just not prepared to pay that much money for them. Mm-hmm. Normally, would pick up stuff from shows. Yeah, it's easier at yeah. shows. It's way less expensive. You can have a vinyl for twenty bucks, twenty dollars. That's it, and, and you don't have to pay shipping, which costs more than the record yeah. over here anyway. I know. And at least you know the money's going straight into like their back pocket for gas or whatever they need. Mm-hmm. But because there's been so few shows, I've not been buying any records. Really, I mean, I've just been listening to the. Uh, the new Last Gang record today and I really regret not picking up a colour version of it because it's great so good yeah but uh, yeah I can't find it for cheap noise noise <laughs> noise yeah we have a great year 2021 so far for release a lot of good records yeah it's going to be tough picking the best oh. list at the end of the year the pressure I just don't want to do that. Last year was the first year in 10 years that I didn't do any top 10, top 20, and I felt much better. <laughs> yeah, I, I did one last year, but I think the year before, I just, I just didn't do it. I was just like... Oh, but at least you can do your poll and people are yeah. going to choose for you. <laughs> yeah, but this this year, well, sorry, last year, the poll did it. winner was the same as my, my choice anyway, so it was double winner for me. Was it <laughs> Get, Get Dead? Dead. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I remember. It's a good one. Good choice. Yes, good it was one. one of my favorite too, of course. Yeah, it's a yeah. game changer. It's a very mm-hmm. good game. Yeah, very good, mm-hmm. very good record. I asked you a few minutes ago if you were looking to re- uh, looking forward to receive a vinyl, but what about the the new releases? What are you um, expecting the most? 
What are you most excited of? Um, I've got Teenage Bottle Rocket on order. Mm -hmm. That's not arrived yet. I think that's it. I've got the the Fat Wreck Volume 2 is coming. And then I've got a list of stuff to buy that's not on order. I want the Amy, Amy and the Sniffers oh, new yes. record. Such a good band. Oh, yeah. I need to pick that up. I really I think want... they've got like um, yeah. pretty decent record distribution over here, so I should be able to get a copy of that for 20 quid. I need it too, and I need to interview Amy. <laughs> yeah, she was on um, Turned Out Punk podcast mm-hmm. recently, I think. Which I've not I've not listened to yet, but I saw that I saw that they were on it. So yeah, I want to pick up that. I want to pick up the new Chubby album. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a new No Effects record before the end of the year. Is that right? Is that? Mm, I don't know. So get that as well. Cool. Last Gang, which I've heard and is great. I need to pick up a copy of that. Yeah. And then today's Empire's re- yeah. remastered. Which is exciting. I still not buy vinyl I already have, even if it's an amazing repress. I just said, no, Emily, you have it already. You don't need it. But sometimes like, ah! Yes, this one's the, uh, the remastered good. one, though. Which, you know, I, I never had a problem with how it sounded, but apparently everyone piled in and said it was uh, the recording was no good. It's like, no, it sounds great what you're talking about. But apparently yeah. this one sounds better. I've heard one song off it and it does sound very good, to be fair. Mm-hmm. So I will probably get that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's all the uh, the Fat 25th anniversary ones, which I've only got one of <laughs> because I've already got them all. Yeah. Which is the, the no use one. So, yeah. Tough question. Okay. I'm still not on this cog. Am I no. crazy? Um. Not really. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the because yeah, no, I used you could you can put a want list on there and it'll email you every day. And sometimes you'll get like a bargain you're looking for. So your Monine album, you could get wake up in the morning and get a text and be like, oh. check that. Oh, it's on there. And you could buy it. Like that's the good thing. And also it tells you how much your collection's worth. And that goes up and down as it as it say, as it sells, which is it's like watching your stocks, I suppose, with the stock market. Uh, but no, Discogs is a yeah, it's not it's not that different to eBay, I don't think. Yeah. What discouraged me is that I I I don't have that much that many vinyl. I have maybe not even two hundred. Maybe well, you'll have no problem inputting them. And imagine how long it took me to do <laughs> to input all mine. I, <laughs> so no, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, like I've started, so. But even that, it. I'm yes. like, oh, it's too long. It just took ages. I was like, oh, what the. F-? So I, I, I procrastinate getting started because it's still too long, even if I don't have that many. <laughs> well, you could you could just set up a what a want list and put all the stuff you want on there. And- oh. Oh, we can do that oh. without input, yeah without, without entering all your stuff oh I didn't know yeah maybe I can check that but I don't want to sell or exchange really so no. I never I mean, knew if I've, it was 
I think every important. time I got duplicates of anything, I just gave them away on Instagram. Yeah. It feels it feels feels wrong, flip it. Like one of the reasons I, I took to social media was because I hated people flipping records. So mm-hmm. yeah. If like if we end up with two, like I ordered last time I ordered the the latest Bomb Pops record. Mm-hmm. I love it. They sent me two by mistake, so I just gave it away on. I just oh. said, if you want this, just just put your name down and I'll pick pick a winner. Like um, oh yeah, it feels okay. it feels wrong trying to like sell make money on it. Totally. Like, it's a good. I don't, I don't, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I understand. And how many vinyl do you have? That was my question. I kept for the end. <laughs> I think it's I think it's two thousand I think it's over two thousand. It's thousand LPs and then like fourteen hundred seven inches. I think. I don't know. Shit. I'm, I'm just check on my discogs. The, oh just... yeah, that's why. <laughs> Speaking of discog, look Speaking at it. Speaking of discogs that I just wasn't that into, let's have a look. Uh, collection. Uh, yeah, 2,200. Wow, this is crazy. I see a part oh, of those. Can you, yeah. is your setup complicated to show me? And you're like, are you? This is, this is just a wall of shelves in the, in a, in a, in the office. I want to see uh, if it's possible with your set. Oh, Good. nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If it was a laptop, I could do more, but it's uh, it's it's not a laptop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the the the, the turntables downstairs in the living room. Yeah. Uh, there's some more records down there, and then there's mm-hmm. lots of CDs just in the in the shed. It's really <laughs> fun because I stopped buying uh, CDs a long time ago, but now I start to started to listen to them again in my car because I only have a CD uh, player in my car so uh, sometimes I'm like oh which one can I listen to and I have like a pile in my car so I kind of learned to love CDs again oh where are you Dan uh oh are you there Okay. <laughs> You're back. Oh, connecting to audio. <laughs> oh, you're here. That was really funny. <laughs> I see you now. Good. Is it okay? Yeah, I did well there, didn't I? <laughs> that was really funny because you were frozen and you were smiling like this. Like... Oh, brilliant. And I was talking to you about I was falling in love again with CDs in my car and you were like... And I was yeah. like, oh, it's re- yeah, really... Yeah, text off me going, oh, yeah, well, He's like oh, super no. interested. <laughs> But you were oh, gone. Yeah, yeah it's, I was, uh, it's my fault because I asked you to. Um, I was rotating my, my, 
That's yeah. why. It was rotating my screen and it pulled the wire out the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was talking about, I started to to listen to some CDs in my car again and I'm having fun because I stopped yeah. buying those, but I, I was I was unable to get rid of them. So I tried to find a new a new utility. So I'm back with listening to CDs to, in my car and it's fun. Yeah, I've, I've kept all mine. I, like, won't, I won't throw any away. Yeah. And yeah, the only place to listen to them is the car because I don't have an actual CD player. So exactly. So. Yeah, I don't have it either in my apartment. And finally, I just wanted to talk about some books because you also have a punk rock book account. Yes. Yeah. I, w- books. I am a very, very slow reader, but Me too. I do read a lot of punk books. Yeah, so I, my first question about that was, do you have time to listen to, to read books? <laughs> no, I don't really. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've almost finished the uh, Defense of Scar book, which is ah, good. I love it. So, yeah, I should be wrapping that up. So, yeah, I just read it on the train on the way to work. Yeah. Now, now that I'm not working from home since lockdown's finished, I can re- start reading again. So that's good. I really love oh, this yeah. book with Aaron Carnes. I learned so many things about ska in this book because it's a genre I neglected a lot, unfortunately. And yeah, this book is I think really, a lot of people really did, weird. judging by the book. But yeah, it was very big over here. Come on, like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Yeah, less than Jake, but massive over here. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of bands after that. What is your next, got... next? Sorry, say that again. I said, do, do you have a book you can recommend to repunkmend a book, rebookmend <laughs> for the listeners? Um, um, let me have a look. What for read? I thought the uh, Laura Jane Grace book was probably the best bio I've read. So good. I can't believe the hate against... I always like knew they got called sellouts, but I couldn't believe the hate oh, they got. Yeah. Like, and I'm um, I'm very excited to read. It's a very it good book. Because it's... Yeah, it, was uh, co- it was co-authored by uh, Dan Ozzy or something. Ozzel? I don't know, but he's got a new book out this month about... I think it's like eight or nine big albums... Oh. The, the main got sucked up by the mainstream. It's about it's called Sellout. I'm very interested in reading that. Oh yeah, I want to read this. But I, uh, the yeah. Laura Jane Grace book was amazing because it's not only about her story or personal story, but it's also about a lot about against me. And I absolutely didn't know anything about that. And yeah. I, I I read it like I binge read that that, that book. You should yeah, also. I, I didn't know she was married to uh, Heather Gable. That's why Heather Gable is called Heather Gable. Like I knew who she was from Alkaline Trio artwork oh, and stuff. But I never I joined. I never joined them too up until I read the book, and I was like, oh, "Of course." <laughs> I know the story is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was "No crazy. way!" <laughs> yeah. What else? What uh, the new um, oral history of Leftover Crack? I really liked it too. I've not. I, uh, I've, it's on the list. I haven't read it yet. I'm very, very interested to read it. They yeah, get, <laughs> it's a perfect. They get a lot. Of, they get a lot of internet hate. Um, yeah. Well, at least Singer does, and I really, I've always wanted to read more than one side, so like the full story. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, uh, it's I'm a, very interested in reading it. Yeah, and I, I'm a slow reader too. I've, I never <laughs> still read the Bad Religion biography. Do what you want. I have it. Yeah. 
I haven't. I started it and I I don't know why I stopped because I'm really interested to this book. Sick of it all one was really good as well. Oh, really? Sick of it yeah, all? Yeah, that oh. was out last year. Um, oh, I didn't know. Frank Turner put out a really good, he's put out a couple of books, but. Yeah, show me. So if you're on the Patreon page, really you can have feet, access. Really good. Oh, yes, I saw. Oh, I want, uh, I'm going to put it's it on my really list. really short stories about frank turner you like he, he keeps track of like every gig in like a journal so like every time oh. you see him it'll be like this is gig 2021 or whatever so the, oh the book i love this key dates of interesting stories oh that's perfect i'm gonna add it to my list for sure but he has played with everyone so he's got stories from everyone oh sure i'm sure he does yeah, he's he just he don't know he plays like more gigs a year than there are days. It's like crazy how many gigs he plays. Oh, Frank Turner, such a great artist! What a brilliant human, right? Oh yeah, that book, that book's really good. Good. Uh, I don't know, lots. <laughs> I have. I also have the book "Please Kill Me" that I didn't read either. Yeah, I've still not. I've still not read it. I've had it for like a, a good while. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dan. It was an amazing chat. Oh, yeah. I hope I didn't ramble too much. Oh, it's fine. It's a, just a fun conversation. You in your vinyl room, me in my studio, having each, each other. We have a, a drink. It's great. Fun times. And I'm going to share your Instagram account and your book account too. And please keep doing this and keep making us being um, informed about new releases and stuff. It's it's great. You you really build an amazing community. Well, yeah. You keep doing what you're doing too and keep oh, hyping thanks. up all them bands because everyone yeah. needs all the help they can get. Yeah, so. oh, I'm happy if I can make you discover stuff too. That's what, yeah. that's why we do that. It's fun. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for having me and uh, stay in touch. I had so much fun with Dan and I wish I could meet him in person someday. And during the interview, I talked to you about my wish to eventually find the album The Red Tree by Monine on vinyl someday at a reasonable price, if possible. <laughs> so for those who don't know this band, you should listen to them. Absolutely. It's not my usual favorite kind of punk rock, but I still consider them punk, but they are described as indie rock, emo-ish band. They are from Ontario, Canada, and their album, The Red Tree, is one of my favorite albums of all fucking times. And I have a fun story for you about this album. I am very, very, very anxious on planes, like, I don't have fun on planes, never. I'm scared because I... Okay, I'm weird, but I'm scared that someone puke on me. That's my biggest phobia. I, my real phobia is puke. <laughs> so I'm scared that someone puke on me on a plane. I know I'm weird, but I'm opening my heart to you now. So please don't judge me. So what helped me when we take off on a plane is to listen to this album and it always calms me down a lot. And I always start the song The Day No One Needed to Know when the plane is taking off. It's my ritual. So while listening to this song, 
Imagine being anxious on a plane and listen to it while the plane takes off and we reach the sky. There's a little turbulence, but we finally get over the clouds and it's beautiful. It always calms me. And the album is so orgasmic. Like, you should listen to this album, eyes closed, and just enjoy every note of it. Let's listen to this song. Let's take off. <laughs> All this time, we wait on the shower line for a martyr to save our lives. Like it. 
the new slacker single Pirates Press Records release a double single vinyl a gorgeous one wow on this vinyl you can hear two songs Windowland and I Almost Lost You it's a real piece of art it's like a real colored window it's semi-transparent wow check my um, Instagram to see the picture good job Pirates Press and let's listen to the song Windowland
that's it for today my friends thank you for listening if you want to know more about my guest dan jones or the bands i played tonight check the show notes and you're gonna have all the links if you want to support the show you can subscribe to the podcast you can share it to your friends you can rate it five stars on itunes you can also give me some feedback and if you want to help me financially you can subscribe to the patreon page for some exclusive content or you can make me a one-time donation on paypal or buy me a coffee this is much needed because eventually i will want to work only part-time at my day job because i want to dedicate myself to punk rock even more I can't wait to be back next week for you for another episode of the Punk Rocket Show. And until then, punk your life and punk your face.